Well, not the best way to lose if you're the Tampa Bay Rays. No, very wild indeed. Let's talk about it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also reach out to us anytime. Send us a voice memo or email to LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays lose in very unfortunate fashion to the Texas Rangers by a score of three to two on a wild pitch in the bottom of the ninth by one Pete Fairbanks, the good old yanking a hundred mile per hour fastball to the backstop. I mean, it's, it's just so deflating. They didn't even do anything. Yeah. They didn't do anything. The Rangers didn't do anything. They got a runner to third though, which maybe put pressure on Fair Pete enough. Fairbanks to be uh, really dialed in and locked down. So. Fair enough. Uh, I, I'll take that back. Uh, moving the runner, things that analytical people are not into. Um, productive outs. Nathaniel Lowe. Good for you, man. Also, tremendous mustache uh, on Nathaniel Lowe. Really good mustache. I, I. It's very tough to pull off the mustache by itself. I think Nathaniel is doing that. Um, but yeah, productive out. Move the runner to third. And then a yank ball. But Mitch Garver didn't have to do anything. He just didn't have to swing at a pitch that was 48 feet, you know, from home plate and completely uh, to his right. Um, man, deflating. That's 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 the, the way that I can describe it, deflating. Especially since the Rays had taken a 2-0 lead. You have Yandy Diaz back in the fold. You have Randy Rosarena getting... The action started. Josh Lowe putting it to his brother in the Texas Rangers by hitting a home run. You have Shane McClanahan, who at one point retired 14 consecutive Rangers. And then the game got tied up by one Ezekiel Duran, who that's just a case of sometimes the other guys get paid too, and sometimes the other guys are pretty good too, where he takes a, a one-two count from Shane McClanahan, a, a fastball that's dialing up in a way out of the zone at 97 miles per hour fast uh, at 97 miles per hour Durant takes it the other way um and th there's really nothing you can do about that that's just a, an, an amazing um performance of of hitting uh from Duran and yeah, you can't say it was a cookie down the middle you know yeah he, he executed the pitch that he wanted to the Duran like I don't know who said this but um, maybe it was you. I don't, the other guys drive nice cars too. I don't know. I think it yeah. maybe, maybe David Samson too. Um, but yeah, dude, he also has a job to do and he did it, you know? Yeah. And uh, he's having a great year, by the way. Not bad for a number eight hitter batting 300 with 12 home runs and an 850 OPS and 129 OPS plus. And then you had the bullpen, the Rays bullpen until Pete Fairbanks that keeps the Rays in the game. You have, for example, Colin Pochet getting back-to-back three-pitch strikeouts. Uh, a runner gets to second. Then he retires Corey Seager 
on a pop fly. So being able to get outs in different ways and show some some moxie and some gumption to to get through that. And it looked like the Rays were going to, you know, battle and battle and maybe have a chance. And then uh, you have the top of the ninth happen with a roll to Chapman and then the bottom of the ninth happen, of course, with um, with Pete Fairbanks. Can I be honest? Uh, sure. When Aroldis Chapman looked like he did, I was like, "There's no way the Rays are going to win this game." Yeah. Like, well, that's no why way. the that's why the Rangers go out and get a guy like that because they have sights and visions on winning a World Series, and that's the type of guy you need uh, to bolster your roster to get to that gold, get to that point. I mean, he looks he looks Cincinnati Reds like you know, um, not not. How when he was with the Yankees, like BA said on the on the on the broadcast that he would just lose the strike zone. Uh no, not at all. He's just pinpointing. I mean, the pitches that he's doing 103 on the dot on the bottom of the zone. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, and he's such yeah. an intimidating guy uh on the mound. And yeah, that's that's what you need. Uh, at the at the back end of your bullpen, that type of talent, um, you can say anything that you want about the human being, but uh, within the white lines, he's doing his job. And and the Texas Rangers chose to do that to go get him. Uh, I'm okay with not getting him, uh, but I do, but I do think that the Rangers go g- getting that type of arm lets everybody know that, hey, we identified our weakness, we identified our flaw, and this is the way that we can kind of shore that up. Because if you look uh, on fan graphs on multiple categories uh, uh, relating to uh, bullpen, the Rays and the Rangers have had so-so bullpens, mediocre or even below mediocre right? Um, uh, throughout the whole season. I don't want the the the... The people that are just, you know, rose colored glasses to always be like, well, since June 1st, well, in the, that's not the season. Um, they've been mediocre. And so the Rangers said, you know what, let's let's do something about it. Let's get a roll to Chapman. The Rays went ahead and got Jake Diekman and, and Robert Stevenson. And, and that has been working, working out fine. Uh, but it seems like the Rays might be done with the bullpen, which kind of scares me because Andrew Kittrich, as good as he was, man, he's coming back from a very, very tough injury. Yeah, that's the thing, and we'll probably get to that later on with Yanni Torino's guys. After injuries, you sometimes don't know what you're going to get. You can't just say, oh, when we get this guy back in 15, 18, 12 months that he's going to be as good, if not better, than he was before. That is not always the case. Things change. Things happen. Players are not the same oftentimes. And uh, Aroldis Chapman probably has a new lease on life playing for a competitor now formerly being with the Royals and he was really, really good with the Royals, but now he's probably even more dialed in and dialed up. And I'll be really curious to see if the Rangers go out and try to find a, another arm, uh, another starter esque to replace uh, Jacob deGrom who went down with season ending uh, injury there. Um, but I mean, it seems like they're, they're one, two, three as of right now seems to hold for it. But if they really, really want to bolster themselves up they could go out and, and take that option but they they definitely have drawn their their line and, and set their position of we have a really we have a ball club that we think can compete for a world series and testament to them for for going out and identifying a need and getting it early not vacillating not waiting around oh let's wait until july 30th july 29th july 31st no right. let's let's go out and, and help ourselves right now and and intimidate some folks so 
credit to them for for going out and doing that. And uh, yeah, Aroldis Chapman, when he's on, uh, he is, I mean, he's uh, uh, off the field issues aside, he's basically a Hall of Fame level player um, as far mm-hmm. as a, a closer goes. So yeah, um, that's that's really tough from from that perspective. Uh, we have more to discuss, but first we have to tell you something very important, and that is game time. Game time, if you did not know, is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and so much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. It is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. It's very easy. All you have to do is get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are completely set. And then tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create that account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-M-L-B. Download Game Time today. Last-minute ticket deals. Lowest price guarantee um speaking of pitchers it was i guess you could say a somber time if you're a Rays fan and a longtime dedicated Rays fan as the organization parted ways with yanni chirinos who literally has been a lifer pretty much with the Rays. uh he's been in the organization since i believe 2012 and has been in the major since 2018, believe it or not. And this year, again, alluding to pitchers aren't always the same. They're not always as good as they once were before a uh, major injury, major surgery, what have you. Um, Yanni Torinos just didn't have it this season. And the Rays were in a tough spot because they had to bring uh, Shane McClanahan back in the fold after the IL stint. Yeah, and it's a shame. You know, we, we like Johnny, of course. I, I, I've always given him the Venezuelan bump, as you know. But he didn't have it, man. He didn't have it this year. He was unstable. Um, just the, 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 the strikeout rate was kind of uh, non-existent, really. Uh, and and you, need, you need to get some outs through the whiffs because – well, it happens yesterday, right? I mean, um, um, you, you get productive outs and you get into a situation where you need to strike somebody out and um, and he wasn't able to do that. And I know that he came back from injury and they tried to give him the whole bulk thing and, and some spot starts. The spot starts were usually not that great. The bulk ones were better. Um, but in the end, you know, the aggregate was just not there. The, the results for Johnny, and it's a shame. Um, so what? He's been DFA'd. Perhaps he can stay, um, if not claimed um, by this uh, by by anybody else. But yeah, it seems like this is the end for for that relationship. Yeah, and I had 
pretty high expectations for him coming into the season and, and really thought that he was going to be a really strong part of this team. And then after the injuries to Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen, that opened up a lane for him to really be a significant contributor, which again, um, let's not just go and say, oh man, can't wait till we get Drew back. Can't wait till we get Springs back. Can't wait till we get Boz back. Like we also have to have some patience and realize that these guys might not be the same. They might be different players and have different repertoires and just might not be as effective. But it seemed like with Yanni, I mean, the overall thing with him was uh, the Vila wasn't there. The movement wasn't there. The command wasn't there. He was hit really hard. I mean, if you look at yes. his Savant page, I mean, whether it was a home run or a line drive or a ground ball, like past the diving walls, you don't hear that very often. So <laughs> when when balls get hit past Taylor walls, you know that's not a really good sign for, for the pitcher there. Not missing bats, of course. And then, uh, like you mentioned, not striking guys out. And, and it seemed like when he was really in his prime a couple years ago and he had the um, – the, the the trident uh repertoire working the the sinker the slider and what am i missing the cutter is yeah. that what it was um i think so that i mean they're they really diverged and worked well off of each other and it seemed like he was most effective when he was keeping the ball low down yeah. in the zone and it just seemed like this year uh things were elevated and, and getting away from him and hanging and that allowed guys like i don't know for example drew waters to to take him deep and take advantage dude drew waters just did whatever he wanted um but it it's yeah that sinker was was so good because it was like um ba said like a bowling ball you know it, yeah. it's just so heavy down in the zone and then you can't do anything else but but ground it out he didn't really have that um this year it's a shame, man. It's a shame. Uh, but uh, I think it all comes back to what you said there with um, the command and the control of his pitches. You know, if, if you don't have that, uh, you already don't have a 95, 98 mile an hour, um, you know, fastball or whatever. Yeah. And you get hit hard. That means that they're creating that exit velo from being in their sweet spot, in their barrel spot, uh, the hitters are. Because if if you if 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 uh, Shane McClanahan or Tyler Glass now get a hard hit rate uh, that's 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 not as likable, you can understand that because like okay, well they're already providing a ninety eight mile an hour fastball, mm-hmm. they're already providing a, a, a triple digit fastball, so of course that that force is already there. But when you're not doing that and they're hitting you hard, that just tells you that that's that's poor location and it's really good. Uh, you know, uh, location for the for the hitters to to just do whatever they want, and that's exactly what happened with Yanni um, this whole year. It's a shame, man. I really like the guy. Hopefully, he can he can get picked up somewhere. Um, you know, uh, but yeah, it, it seems like that this is it. This is all she wrote. Yeah, and uh, just to note here, his eleven point eight percent strikeout rate this year really the mean for major league hurlers this year and Wait, Yanni, can you he's only again? 29 can, I can feel you repeat like that more. can you repeat that again his, his strikeout his strikeout rate of 11.8 percent this year is barely half of the 22.7 percent mean for major league hurlers this year <sighs> that's rough so he's about half as effective at striking out guys as yep. the average major leaguer if you will but again only 29 years old uh I think there's maybe some, I, it, it might just be a case of him needing more 
time and, and finding a, a new role, new home and, and getting a, a change of scenery, maybe not so much pressure at this time, maybe just go to a laughing stock team. I don't know, maybe the, the Royals or the athletics, somebody picks him up and um, you know, he can kind of do his own thing for a little bit and, and establish, reestablish his value. Look, just because the Rays part with him does not mean he can't find success or be successful elsewhere. I know the Rays are pitching ninjas, pitching wizards, but there's been many guys who have left the organization one way or the other that have found success and thrived with other organizations. Yeah, yeah, of course there is. But uh, so now let's look at the at the rotation before the trade deadline. You've got Shane McClanahan, Zach Eflin, Tyler Glass now, Tosh Bradley. Mm-hmm. Who is that fifth spot going to? Um, They just take the L, take the day off. I have no idea. <laughs> Cooper it's Criswell. A bull, it's a bullpen day, right? I mean, Cooper Criswell, uh, bullpen day, bullpen bulk day. I mean, if you if you're talking just straight up bullpen day, uh, we'll say goodbye to any 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 World Series aspirations on July 18th because then you're just going to run that bullpen yeah. down. Like I, I don't want to hear it. If 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 the people that are like, no, you got to save the starters' bullets. <laughs> How about that bullpen? So you're yeah. just gonna have the bullpen just be the fifth starter. On July 18th till what, October? The nah. bullpen's already shaky as it is, and you're going to add that much more to them. Some sort of move has to be done at some point, which, again, it kind of, I don't know if it surprises me, but whether they're good innings or bad innings, you got to have a, a Joe Blanton. You have to have somebody who can who can carve up, eat up some innings, even if it's, yeah. you know, giving up, you know, four and runs and, and four and two-thirds. Um, so Maybe not I don't, as bad I don't... As, as Johnny, but... <laughs> something you yeah know? Uh, so. a michael waka ish type guy um from from 21 which was very frustrating to watch right i don't know who was more frustrating to watch yanni this year or michael waka in 21 maybe recency bias will hit his heart but i want to hear you guys in the comments yeah. what was more frustrating for you to watch michael, I, I would say yanni? i would say waka just because we knew how ineffective the cutter was and he kept using the cutter. It's like, stop using the cutter. There's no yeah. need to use this thing. You can at least get by and, and work things out on with with the rest of what you have. But um, so that, that's what I would say. And then he he wound up what finding success elsewhere later on as well. Yeah, like at right. least we can understand it from Trainos of coming back from injury and just not having the stuff there anymore. And um, you know, I, I guess you know, Walker had more of a an established career and and there was a lot of thought of man he's he's really going to be something in a raised uniform but well well going back to this so so obviously the bullpen has been the the biggest flaw throughout the season but now we we have been we have begun for the last three maybe even three weeks or maybe a month to kind of notice that the starting rotation is also uh hurting the bullpen uh, yeah, with with their inability to go deep in the games, and with all the the injured starters, but you can't cry about Springs and Rasmussen too much because other teams also have their uh, their their rotation uh, split. I mean, come on, the Rangers lost Jacob Degrom, arguably the best pitcher yeah. in the league. Um, they're doing fine. So, uh, where's that depth coming from? Are we seeing more Cooper Chriswells? Is is uh, what Montgomery Seymour? 
Are, are these names that we're going to be seeing? Is it going to be on the contrary? Is, is it going to be a Lance Lynn situation? Can they pull off something something like that with the White Sox? I don't know. Uh, it, it might be a at least until you get closer to the trade deadline and the Rays get their ducks in a row. It might be whoever that Dietrich ends is with Triple A Durham mm-hmm. calling him up and giving him a couple shots and a couple bolts and seeing what he can do. By the way, Michael Walker, what makes it more frustrating is the numbers that he put up with Boston and oh. San Diego, respectively, the last couple of years, 3.32 ERA with Boston in 2022, 2.84 ERA with San Diego this year. He's basically, I mean, pitching like an all-star um, with the Padres, but I'm glad you brought nice up to see if, if, if the cutter, <laughs> if the cutter yeah. usage has gone down in, in, in Boston. And again, maybe I, I think it was a case of like, I'm a pro I can it, almost having, arrogance in that even though it's not working i can get it to work and i'm good enough to get it to work and uh maybe the idea was hey i've got to have some sort of kitchen sink aspect to my game so i'm going to throw in weasel in this pitch every now and again but um it it definitely got taken advantage of uh, more than not seemingly but i'm glad you brought up the starting rotation because you mentioned i mean the one through four there's still questions about Taj Bradley. He's still young. He's still a rookie. He hasn't had a good start for a month. I mean, if you're including the all-star break, he's he's been beaten up really sorely by the Braves, the Mariners, and the Diamondbacks, respectively. And things aren't getting any easier when you're facing the Texas Rangers on the road with that lineup, with those all-stars. Now, um, you know, maybe this is a chance for him to look at what Shane McClanahan and the bullpen did and say, okay, I can mirror, I can... I can build off that. That is kind of a, a stepping stone for saying they they got these guys out. It can be done, but not not a not an easy role or situation for Taj Bradley, nonetheless. Especially since it's been such a long time since he's had a a, a confidence building outing. And I get that if you're looking to October, he's not going to make a postseason start. You, we understand that because uh, on on paper, everybody's going to be healthy. McClanahan, Eflin, Glass. Now that's your three. That those are the guys that are going to get the ball for you in October. Bradley goes back to the bullpen, um, and everything's fine. But you still need to get to October. It's July 18th. Uh, I do think that you need a reliable arm. Somebody. I, I know we've mentioned Granky. Some people are like, "That's he's so washed up." Oh my! How dare you say Granky to a World Series caliber team like the Rays? Like. You need to have somebody to pitch the innings, people. You and and not everybody can can have Shane McClanahan type numbers that you give the ball to. Like that's right. just not that's just not uh, feasible. Now it could have been if Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen didn't get hurt. That maybe then then yeah, but they did get hurt, and so now you need to get somebody. You need to get somebody for that rotation. Honestly, right now, if you were to be told you need to make one move to improve this team, Kevin, but you can only choose the bullpen or the starting rotation, what do you do? Now, is this a top flight talent or just sort of a a stopgap get you through the regular season? Whatever you think is right for this team. I mean logistically speaking, I think the idea of the Ray is getting a big name uh, probably won't happen. Although there's reports that the Rays, you know, I mean, they do have the, the prospect uh, equity to, to make that happen and, and go for it. I think it may be, be a little bit different case if they were 
healthier, but um, it's tough. I, I think you need a, a starter. You need somebody that can give you innings and whether it's in the regular season or the playoffs, I have reservations and concerns about Taj Bradley the rest of the season and in the playoffs. That's just me. So now that that knocks you down to to three guys, assuming those guys can stay healthy. Right. Eflin, McClanahan. That's Gladwell. no depth. Each of those have had their issues in the past. So I think you need another veteran-esque player. Maybe it's not Zach Ranke, but, um, and I know, you know, shooting for the sky of like an Alex Cobb, you know, kind of split the difference between a Granky and a Cobb and, and see what you can land. If okay. that type of player is out there. Giolito. I, I still think that's the name brings. I, I don't know if that's feasible just with the name recognition, but he's a rental though. So it's not going to be too expensive, right? It shouldn't be. I, again, Nelson Cruz was, you know, uh, Joe Ryan. Um, yeah. So, I, I agree with you. I think I think right now it's the it's the starting rotation that needs it because if you yeah, I think me, I think Giolito would probably well I guess would would Giolito fetch more value than Alex Cobb? I guess Alex Cobb is another year on his contract, does he? He not? has one more year okay. in that contract. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like you if yeah we all hope that the three guys will be healthy. Rasmussen, uh, I'm sorry, Eflin, Glassnow, and McClanahan. But after that, you can't tell me Bradley is great depth. He's got great stuff. He has a great future. But right now, you can't really trust him, can you? And no. I don't even want you to say Seymour, Montgomery, or, or Chriswell for bleep's sake. If you think that this is a World Series contender, that can't be your only depth. You need something thicker than that. You need somebody more experienced. If you don't think that you need somebody more experienced, then you probably were not a fan in 2021 of these Rays. What happened when you put guys like Boz and Rasmussen, young guys, in the in, in the brightest of lights? When you threw in Shane McClanahan in a relief uh, role? Not good. Not good. You need some thump. Yeah. I think a guy like Giolito would be fantastic. I don't know mm-hmm. if the Rays are going to go to that point just because it might uh, part with um, some prospects that they really like, but I don't know. I feel like you need to make a move. I need, I think you need to make a move. I think you need to make a Nelson Cruz type move for this team to be successful in October. No, I don't disagree. And and we see what the Rangers are doing and seeing what other teams are doing. I mean, the Rays are getting caught up to, it's been a long time since 13 and 0. Um, And I, I mean, if we're, we're listing the top three, top five World Series contenders, it seems like by the day, the Rays are slowly slipping and sliding just based on the month of July that they've had thus far. But in a perfect world, I, I would love the big name, the all-star caliber name. But at this point, I'm just looking for a veteran who has shown an ability to stay healthy, that can chomp up innings, and that has playoff experience. I know that's a lot of variables there, but... Um, you know, something, somebody that can, you know, fill most of um, those boxes that, that checks those marks there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, I mean, they, they, they get to do something. The trade deadline is coming. What is it in 12, 13 days or something like that? It's coming. It's it's coming real soon. So hopefully they can do something like that because the, the this team does need help right now. Uh, yes. I, I, I know the, the record is really good, 60 and 37, but you still need some reinforcements. 
I just have a, a wonder if, you know, if one more injury happens or another unproductive player to, if the Rays just say, nah, we're just going to more or less hold for it. Yeah, that that's, could that's happen too. Kind of the, that's the point I was sort of trying to make with, you know, if you had Rasmussen and or Jeffrey Springs with the team still, then you could say, okay, we have the guns yeah. to make this happen. But now it's like, okay, well, I mean, we can we really catch up to the Rangers now? Can we really catch up to the Orioles now? Can we really catch up to the Braves and, and all these other teams now? I know the Rays are, you know, higher up in, in the standings and, and record wise, but it just doesn't. It, this Doesn't is the race. They, like they're it. always looking towards the future and the present at the same time. They they don't go all in they very don't often in. or ever. So. They don't go all in, no. Uh, well, some of these other teams, like the Rangers, new ballpark, big money players, yeah, let's go all in. Let's get Lucas Giolito. Let's get Lance Lynn. Let's get, you know, fill in the blank. So. Uh, So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. In the meantime, hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow.